Yeah, we're ready. We're recording. Ready recording. Good. Yeah, yeah. Well, Hala. <laughs> <laughs> hey, howdy, partner. Hey, yeah. Hey, everyone. This is Thomas, uh, Pit Stop Pioneers. This is something new I'm going to try. I have a guest here for the first time. It's finally happening. So, you know, my whole thing is uh, people, perspectives, and uh, what is it? Poetry. That's right. <laughs> I haven't done any poetry yet. I'm lots of poetry, but not released. <laughs> not happening today. No, not happening. Uh, just, uh, just perspectives. But today I have my first guest, and uh, this is uh, Sammy Iovino. What's up? What's up? And I, I'm probably the only person in America close that can say his name right. I have family members that can't say it right. Wow. Well, I, I don't even know what to say. Right. <laughs> you totally <laughs> threw me off. <laughs> anyway, so Sammy um, is a good friend of mine. It seemed like um, it seems like I know him forever, but it's actually just uh, three years, right? So if that, if that, I think it's three years. Yeah. So I, I got a, I got a, was it an email or text message by a mutual friend? It's like, hey, you need to meet Sammy. It's a, he sent me an email, and the next thing uh, that I know is that's all the email said too. That it's okay. I, th I think it was. I think he sent an email <laughs> to both of us. Said Tom meets Sam. Sam meets Tom, and then that was it. That was no it. context whatsoever. No, no. It's just uh, you just need to meet. It's an order. It, was yeah, it an order. pretty much was an order. Was if an you order. know the person, it was an order. <laughs> I was like, yes, sir, let's do it. And so uh, we actually, it's just uh, had time. And Corinne and I went up to uh, see you guys in Long Island. And uh, that's pretty much it, you know. So you, you're married. You have two beautiful children. I do. One of them is a very close friend <laughs> to my son, which is, it's amazing. I, I th he thinks they're going to get married. So yeah, I think, yeah, in their minds, yeah, it's right. a future it, husband, wife, it's a done deal. So yeah. it's uh, we need to talk camels and stuff, you know, yeah. at one point. Yeah. But, uh, maybe so anyway. we'll do a, a whole episode uh, yeah. just about that. Yeah. About, uh, how do you release your son and daughter into that? It's not that we believe in arranged marriages necessarily, no, no. 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 But it's uh, it's just interesting. Yeah, it's it's very interesting. And but, but they're nine, so they're nine. It's, okay, yeah. There's this time. There's, there's, time. there's definitely time. Please. So in in short, uh, you know, Cam Cammy. <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> that's what my grandpa. Uh, hey, Cammy. Uh, <laughs> um, so um, Sammy has a podcast. It's called No Green Eggs and Ham. Sam, I am right. So uh, if you haven't listened to any of this. You need to. It's it's fun. It's uh, it's it's off in a good way. You know, it's about nothing, right? Nothing, and nothing, everything. and everything. So, and uh, and you finish your podcast with a with a phrase. What what's that phrase? See you, not see you. See you, not see you. So, um, think about that. Let it sink in, and we'll we'll see. Maybe. I think what happened was it, it came Tell out me. organically. Okay, because I think it was. I said at one point, see you guys next time. But then I was like, but I don't actually see you. So I actually see you, not see you. Oh, okay. Now it makes much more sense. You got sense. that now? Yeah, see, I didn't I explain it that well. Yeah, because like I've been listening to podcasts. I'm like, what is this see you or not see you type of thing? Okay, I think I... Is it t-shirt worthy? I think it is. It, hey, I told him if you make a t-shirt, I'm going to wear it. So if you want a sticker, you know that that's the way to get a cool sticker from uh, his podcast. Uh, no green eggs and ham. Uh, it's about nothing. And if you get a sticker, if you leave a review, right? Yep. 
That's your review. I'll yeah. send you. So the maybe first, before you do that, listen to an episode or two, and it's some fun stuff. I like the fun fact stuff that the you fun do. Facts. <laughs> My wife loves those too. Yeah, I, you know what? I just Google. Yeah. What's fun and again, stuff. and it's about stuff that you didn't even know, and I don't know if you need to know, but it's fun to know. No one needs to know. No, but a, a robot that feeds you tomatoes. Who doesn't want to know about that? That, that was something else, man. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, the, the last thing is what, what the, yeah, 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 hold on. It was uh, the, the woman who had like four bees in her eyes. That, but that's not a fun the fact. Bee. That was that just was a fun. story. That was a story. Uh, that was terrible. So we, we're not going to give him a way more. You need, to, <laughs> you need to listen to that. I almost said you need to see that episode, but you need to listen to that episode. So it's, it's great. So yeah, he has a podcast. You also have a book coming out. Right? A book coming out. So uh, I was a little bit involved in that process. He was actually. It's, uh, I don't know how, but just being me and I can't show it up, you know, so maybe that I said something, but well, it's, you, you, something you, about the you don't hold back Whoa! Okay. with me, with me, no, for, no, with you at all. I think with me, you don't hold back, which has okay. actually helped me a lot. Okay. And Hey, change the, the title of the book. So, uh, how much can you give away? I mean, I know you, in one of your podcasts, you uh, read the first chapter. I read the first chapter, right? which has actually changed since. <sighs> okay. Well, no. see, the problem is I, I, I try to over perfect things, okay. You know, and and finally I let go, okay. Just as of like a week ago, so it's, because it's I, done. I read, I read it just a, a, a part of it. Leave it. It's done. And so, so what it's, is it about? Just in short. Um, in short, it's about a a group of warriors from ancient times who have been passed down to generation to generation. Uh, it's not that the warriors are from ancient times. It's okay. S- certain relics have been passed down to different warriors from. Uh, you know, from back in the days when I want to tell you, it's like the start of Israel because basically we have the 12 tribes. Okay. And so it's centered around that in a, in a way. And um, it's basically these uh, child warriors who have been given the task of defeating evil mm-hmm. in a, in a way. And um, it, it centers around a young boy named Jacob who comes from a past that he's not even sure of. And uh, he was found with, I can tell you this, he was found with, um, in front of a burning home, with all around his neck was a, a pendant with a lion head on it. And um, that's, I think that's, 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 that's a good, good start for now. Yeah, yeah. Don't give away too much. But you can listen to the first, the first, the first, uh, the first chapter. Yeah, the first chapter is cool, man. I, I enjoyed it. And uh, is there a title? Is it, is it now fixed what it's going to be called? Or is the series at least? The okay. series is called Guardians of the Twelve. I love it. And it, at one point, it was, yeah. it was, it was Jacob, Jacob Lionheart and the Guardians of the Twelve, yeah. or Warriors of the Twelve, even. And then, and Tom said, "Oh, I love, I love Guardians. I don't, I don't love Jacob." And yeah. um, and I agreed with that. I, I didn't love no Lionheart. You didn't love Lionheart. Yeah, and, something like that. And even that changed because his his name isn't even Lionheart. Um, so a lot of change is still happening. Well, it's well, not no, out that, yet. That, that so, yeah, yeah it happened a long time ago. But um, so it's it's Guardians of the Twelve is a series, and the first book. I think unofficially the subtitle for that book is Jacob and the Lion Pendant, okay. which when you read the book, you'll find out why. Wonderful. Okay. The Guardians of Twelve. Guardians of the Twelve. And it's, it's for what uh, genre is it? It's, it's a uh, child fantasy. Yeah. I think it's uh, probably ages 12 and up, I would say, because yeah. there, there are some intense parts in there. Okay. It makes me think, you know, I had a conversation about this because I, I told somebody you will come and, and, what, what you've been working on and it's it made me think of c.s lewis obviously and of uh, J.R. tolkien and people didn't realize at that time i mean those were 
just talk about this for a second. These, these guys were professors of Oxford uh, writing children's stories that there was no genre yet. There was just a story for, I think, uh, Tolkien uh, wrote it uh, for, for his kids, you know, as, yeah. as a story. The Hobbit, uh, starting with that. And, I mean, they, it turned into a fantasy, right? I mean, a genre that was not even there at the point. And, you know, the, the, what, what strikes me is those guys were, they had the Christian faith, both of them. You know, they were, uh, you know, in, in, that's, that's, that's the, the way they lived or tried to live or, like, the conviction. But they didn't come out with this, you know, as a, as a Christian series or, like, right. Christian books or something. It was simply... They just put it out there yeah. and change the world, you know. Right. And so this is this is now. Think about this. This is now something that you can uh, write on. Of a genre that was invented like in the last century about uh, fantasy stories for kids. Yeah, and, and now it's your turn. I hope so. You know, <laughs> come and, on. And you, you why not? It's hard. You know, you you want to like create something. You want to like as a writer, as an artist, you want to like create something that no one's seen before. But the, the fact of the matter is everything comes from something and everything is, is influenced by something else. So I can't, I can't say that I'm creating something new. I, I'm, I'm taking, I'm not taking from others, but I'm influenced by others and other works. And I, I can't not say that I'm, you know, influenced by Tolkien and, and C.S. Lewis and even, even J.K. Rowling with Harry Potter yeah. series, uh, Rick Riordan with the, uh, the uh, Percy Jackson series. It, it's just, I love growing up. I love movies. I hope you don't mind if I. Oh please! So, yeah, I want to talk about movies because that's another thing that okay. I wrote down. About okay, hey. movies. Come on! I love I love movies. Yeah. I love the the way you feel after a certain movie, like a good movie that right. really drives you. Uh, for me, because of my background, I, I loved the adrenaline that I would get from certain movies, and I loved the story more than anything else. And I, as a young kid, I I, I always visualized things i had a really active over active probably imagination and i was gift. able to use that yeah. I, I hope so yeah. and i was able to use that in writing and and then this book basically came from a graphic novel in my head and i call it the graphic novel and I've, I've said this on my podcast it's it's something that i visualize yeah so it's not that it's a graphic novel in the sense of comic books it's a graphic novel it's graphic in my head so i can see every detail i, I just i see it and i'm sure other people do that too but it's, it drove me to want to do the book because it was something I wanted to see later on. It was something I wanted to see, hopefully, in a movie. You know, it, Can this be made in a movie? I think it can. Yeah. Will it? Uh, probably not. But it's well, something hey, I, whoa, whoa. I want. Well, well, hey, who knows? Who knows? Let's, let's get the book out and take I, it from there. I, I enjoy it. Um, people I've read it have enjoyed it. And I, I, it, it's a really fun take on... I think that no one's really done this little particular part of it, but as you'll, you'll see some influences from, from different people. And, and I took from life, life events and right. different people that I know. And, and I also heard that some characters are based on some people that you know. There are some people uh, in my hold, life. Hold on. Let me, what, what does one need to do to become a character in one of your books? I want to know. They make me mad. No, oh, okay. Oh, no, no. Um, That's me. You know what? There was, um, there's a character in there. His name is Anthony. He's, he's loosely based on a friend that I grew up with, um, who I've talked about on my podcast before. Um, we fell apart, not fell apart, but you know, we, we talk now and then, but our lives have went to different directions. Um, I, my father-in-law is actually on there. Uh, probably one of the greatest men I've ever known. Um, 
and he definitely influenced uh, a character there. And there was an instructor in my life early on, uh, my formative years, who is a big part in the book. Um, and, you know, so I, I, I took what influenced me not only in genre and in writing, but in life. You know, I took the people that, that, that cultivate, not everybody, but certain, you know, and other books will have more, but this yeah. one had a couple people. Well, that, that's interesting, you know, so you, you have this in your mind or had this in your mind and developed, you did a lot of research. I remember when I first got to know you, you showed me some of those places around Long Island where, where you had some almost like encounters where you like could visually see this is the place that this would happen or that happened. And it's pretty interesting, you know, and now you weave in stories or characters of people that you know that, that mean something. Am I in it? I think you are. Okay. All right. Just <laughs> now, now you have to put me no, in. Yeah. You're, you're, you'll be in the next one for yeah. sure. The, the next book. Okay. Yeah. There's more. It, it's going to be a trilogy, right? Or uh, least, I think at least four, at least four. Okay. Yeah. okay. So, but well, we're looking forward, man, for, for that to come out. You you talked about uh, movies. Yeah. I know that um, I'm very grateful for you because you set up something for me that I can access a lot of movies. <laughs> Thank you, Sam. You're welcome. This is amazing. So uh, tell me tell me about your favorite movie or, f or some of the favorite movies. Like you're, uh, you know, a lot of people are into Marvel, and uh, we yeah. just had this conversation before. You right. you actually a, a DC guy. Can I say that? Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. think I think you can you can let the, the beans spill on that one. So, uh, yeah. yeah, and you had this on your podcast, and I'm just curious, like, so why DC? Um, I think it started with Superman. Mm -hmm. I think if I if I took it down to nuts and bolts, I think Superman was my favorite character, and um, then it got into Batman, and, and and you know what? I think it's the I don't know. I'm somewhat moody when it comes to some of the things that I like. In a way, if it sounds, that might sound weird, but um, I like the drama of, of DC. Uh, I like the darkness of, of Batman in, the, in its raw form, like Arkham Knight, that kind of series. Because, you know, obviously they all have different branches. And uh, uh, DC just, it hit more home to me, not like, you know, I, I think I'm Superman. Um, right. No, it's a... Uh, I, I think I grew up on that more. I think that's probably where it started was I just, that was mostly influenced in me at an earlier age. I didn't know much about Marvel until later on. Did, did they, do you think they did a great job with the movies so far? Just as a, <laughs> so I did a podcast. I didn't know if you knew you know that, yeah. but uh, <laughs> I did a podcast yeah. about it. And when it, that one is actually very good. Thank you. I, I, I like that episode. That. Yes, I appreciate I that. Yeah. Um, so here's what DC did really well with uh, animated series. Mm -hmm. um, they did uh, the Ultimate Justice League, which was fantastic. Uh, you know, he had people that were involved um, that were actually creative people, actually in DC, and actually wrote comic books and drew. And you know, so you had these people that were in charge of it that should have been, you know. Um, but the movies were lacking. You know, you had the Christopher Nolan Batman and stuff like that, and that was really good. Uh, even the first Batman uh, with Michael Keaton as Batman was really good. Um, but then later on, it, it kind of fell apart. And fell I know you, you probably want me to, to go in more detail. I mean, but hey, it, 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 you can say so, what you feel like saying here. So the problem was, in, in the short, because it, it could be a long, long episode, um, the short of it is the powers that be in Warner Brothers, uh, who oversees DC, yeah. got too much involved. And what they wanted was they won the next Marvel, because Marvel 
let's say they Marvel did a great job. 2007, the whole play. with Iron Man, yeah. 2008 maybe. They started off first of all. They got Robert Downey Jr., who yeah. is Iron Man. He's Iron Man. He's Iron Man, yeah. and I think that's where they started, and that basically made Marvel what it is today. I mean, Marvel was always good. They were always good comics, but yeah. they came after DC, and you know some of their characters are based on you know they they both played with each other, yeah. but um, Marvel did it right with the movies. They couldn't do the animated series, but it didn't matter. They had them. They had the movies. They had them fun. They had them. You know, they had the 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 comic bit with most of the characters. As the characters progressed, they got funnier and more lovable and likable. And you had certain directors that were able to play that out and take advantage of it, and it worked. DC, un, unfortunately, they had the darker. You know, which I I, I enjoy, and there are people that love that. Um, not it's more dramatic, right? Not not as yeah, kid friendly. Not PG thirteen as, as the real Batman is not a kid's movie. You know, <laughs> I don't think so. No, yeah. the character himself, yeah. Superman, is more more friendly. But right. um, DC, you know what? I think they they had all of the makings of of something great because they had Bruce Tim, they had Jeff Johns, who were creative directors and president and and whatever of DC Comics. They were involved. Um, and they were like, well, we'll do it this way. We'll take it this way. They had the right writers. They had the right directors. And then Warner Brothers came in and said, no, we need, we want this. You know, we want the fun loving. We want, they wanted to take characters that weren't made fun to be fun. It was like taking, you know, a serial killer and making him a clown. You know, it just doesn't, well, actually, that does, yeah, that is one. But you know what I mean? They're making yeah. him a comedian. It just doesn't work that way. Right. It's a, it's a different genre when you think about it. And Marvel did have, it does have dark, yeah. it does have dark characters and stuff like that. But you had it brought to life by people like Robert Downey Jr. and, and Thor later on with Chris Hemsworth. And yeah, they had good casting. Very good casting. Yeah. They all loved each other. They, it was a fun environment, right. and it just wasn't the same for DC. Yeah, and finishing with this, you know, sure. I mean, no, no, I mean, just to, to move on with. I, mean, I think it's it's interesting, and like, yeah, guys, listen to his podcast. What, what's the I go more in depth? Yeah, it's, um, you know it? what? I'm not positive. Just look for it. <laughs> it's one of the last DC, one. I think it was Warner Brothers ruined DC. Okay, or oh, hates yeah. DC. Okay. Warner Brothers hates DC. Uh, yeah, there's it, people might not know this, but this is an interesting fact. Aquaman, who has not seen it, hopefully you've seen it. It's a great movie. And it's actually the most successful comic movie of all times. It, it, is, it is bigger. It made more money than all of the, the well, not all of them together, but like, uh, what was the biggest one? I think uh, Avengers or like, uh, or you like Probably Infinity Endgame. War or like, yeah. the, you know, Endgame. It actually made more money than those movies. Uh, and it's a good movie. So just saying, you know, DC is out there. People just sometimes don't know about it. Yeah, but, yeah I guess it's more of a, you know, a taste. I guess. But that's good to know. So yeah. movies. Um, I also, <laughs> I want to bring this in. I don't know. I wrote this down as okay. a note. Last year was COVID, right? I mean, what? Or, or what? What was it? What, uh, yeah, what, what, something was it? like that. Yeah. So it's it's still whatever. It's still happening. But um, you you made some interesting discoveries last year. Um, I once last last time you you came here, you brought me a gift, and it was a painting. And so you, <laughs> you know where I'm going. Okay, so you you started painting as well, or tried to some paintings, and also lamps. That's so. so I, don't oh, I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. I was gonna say, oh, you ventured <laughs> out and ex- explored painting. Tell me about that. I I took twenty twenty as a as a win. 
okay. more than uh, more than a loss. I mean, first of all, you know, we talked about this in mind. We, we got to spend more time with family, and yeah. Um, yeah, I took advantage of that. I, thankfully, I work in a field that I can work from home, and um, so I was able to do that anyway. Uh, however, I just wanted more of a creative outlet, so I started a podcast. I finished my book. I started painting the first painting ever in a real we painting. Got it. I gave it to Tom. It was it was for Tom. So hey, wait a second. Yeah, it was boss. Ahead. If if uh, more paintings will come out, and however I worded that before, with my apologies. I didn't mean that way. <laughs> if if his paintings, let's think about it. If paintings become famous. I'm going to have an original one. I'm going to have the first yeah, one. Yeah, the very first I one. I can make a lot of money. Yeah. So, anyway, and so. it's cut into four sections, so you can actually probably sell three quarters of it. That's actually very true. <laughs> Thank you. Just don't sign it. Send the one that, uh, yeah, yeah. that I signed. Keep, yeah, okay. Just keep it together. So, yeah, continue. So, so. Uh, And then I started building lamps because uh, why not, right? So I, not? I just had this hankering to – I love lighting. I love – I don't know why I love light, but I, I decided – I'm going to work with wood and, and metal, even though I didn't do that ever before and just started creating lamps and just, I took last year to be more creative and just to step out past the boundary of what I thought was limits for me. Well, that's, that's interesting you say that, you know, in a time where all this was happening, you actually took a step and became creative, right? Is that well, more so, creative? Yeah. Oh, more creative. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I, well I think cause I always wrote you right. know, and I, I didn't, so not to, go too bad down a rabbit hole but i my my early childhood was my brother is a fantastic artist i mean he is unbelievable the things that he comes up with i mean to be inside of his mind would probably be scary but he's unbelievably talented is he in your book too as a character no not yet okay so <laughs> and because it might cause some riffs but um i just you know I I wasn't the artist. I wasn't really groomed to be an artist. I was a fighter, and I that was what I was supposed to do. I think in a, in a way, um, but I love to write. But it, that's not what I was supposed to do. So I, I spent most of my life thinking, uh, this is what I have to do. He's the artist. Joe's the artist. Okay, don't touch it. So I realized this year, I'm like, well, I'm I'm writing a book. Why can't I do more? Right. You know, so I was like, what, why are we limiting, limiting, why am I limiting myself? And why do we as a society limit ourselves to, to pre misconceptions? That's great. Has, has this influenced uh, your family life as well? Like uh, what about creativity and you know, your, you have, you have some kids. I have two, two daughters who are both very creative. Um, yeah. my oldest daughter, who's only eight, she's about to be nine. Um, she loves to write. She loves to draw. And uh, she's probably more artistic in that sense. And it was it's funny. While I was finishing my book. I heard she, she wrote some books too, right? She wrote you some. You need to share this. This is the best. So she was taking the opportunity to write some fairy books. And she would like take some blank pieces of paper and fold them and staple them. So she made a book. And she would write a story. She would draw. She did her own illustrations. And one day, as I was still working on my book, it wasn't quite finished. She goes, hey, daddy, I just finished my fifth book. How many have you finished? I'm like, wow, shots fired. You, man. <laughs> shots fired. Man, is that How something did that you make you feel? Like, I can't even, man, whoa. I did go right downstairs and start writing some more. So. Yeah, you, you better. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's ahead of you. She was ahead of me. And she she's only five. nine. I mean, come on. I don't yeah. even going to ask you about your age. So, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So she, she's written many so far. And uh, 
She's yeah. very creative with that way. The other one is very creative in other ways, and they're both very artistic, and uh, I love it. The other one just started drawing and, and writing herself, and you know, she's she's only six, so she's still reading and or learning to read and stuff. So she's coming along. You know, yeah. they both they both have. I have artwork all over my walls from both of them. You know? Beautiful thing. Yeah. You 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 display them, but you also do you have boxes you put them away, or like how do you I have some that are put away, but my. Yeah. My downstairs basement is my office, and most of the walls are covered with their stuff. It's, it's a form of inspiration. Looking around, it is, like, oh, it is. yeah. It's I also told, a reminder that my my daughter's more talented than I am. Yeah, I gotta, she is. I, I mean, she's way ahead of you. But uh, you know, like, hey, you 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 created the platform. So I hope to proud, get you should be even proud of yourself. Absolutely, of what she's done. <laughs> so as I was, you know, as I was pondering about, you know, obviously questions to ask you, and some just. You know, someone's just coming and flowing. This is how it is. You know, I, I wanted to do something that is one on one. You know, because okay. I um, I like I like stories. I like people's stories, and I you know I like to talk to my friends. And you're one of my good friends. And I, I that's that's here we are. So you know, the the, the idea came to me when I was uh, doing my first episode, and I was sitting. It's called Train Tracks. Right. And I was sitting on the train tracks, literally. And some people think, <laughs> very idiotic to do so. You can but, hear a train. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I think you so too. Comment. But I had comments, you know, it was like, what are you, anyway, uh, I like to live dangerously, you know, sometimes. <laughs> on the edge. <laughs> yes, right. And so, but, but it, you know, as I was sitting there, it's like, I feel like we all, so, you know, the train tracks go in, in this direction and go in, in, ahead of me and behind me, and I'm sitting in the middle. So it's like, it, it, it kind of, this pictures came to me, and we all come from somewhere. We are here right now and where we are going. And so I thought this, man, that would be an interesting to incorporate this in a you know, podcast setting. I mean, that's where it's going eventually. But right now, doing the, the videos, which is great. And we have this beautiful smiling face right next to me because <laughs> we tried to set this up. You should see the contraption. We have two... <laughs> We have we have two bricks on top of each other, and then there's some device where I hold my camera, up, my phone up. I mean, this is why Germany couldn't get into Switzerland. That's it's right, because of this wall. Yeah, because I'm a good builder. My dad was a builder. You should see my fire. You, you saw my fire pit. That's I built that. My my dad's fire pit would probably be be even stronger, better. And you know, my father-in-law who renovated most of this barn, I took something down that he built last week, and you know, thought like I'm just going to take this cabinet down. You know how long it took me. Half a day. I thought like I'm gonna be in a there an hour. Like he built stuff. So anyway, so so in this like part of you, uh, you know, all they shared some of it is like your story. Like you mentioned next to being creative, you also you you're a, you have a business. You're an IT guy. You know that's what you do for a living at this point. But you also have a very interesting story. I think about in short what happened to you because you mentioned you were into martial arts. And then something happens, and and that kind of whoa, and now the wasps come out. Anyway, <laughs> so so uh, share share a little bit with us um, what, what happened there. You know, you were on a you were on a path on a track, and then everything changed. So I my parents got me into um, martial arts when I was seven, and to this school that acted prestigious in in the in the way that my brother and I both tried out at the same time, but they didn't take him; they took me, and. Um, that's the I, I think it was. Is that the yeah, artist guy? Okay. <laughs> and I, I think that was probably more show than anything because the testings that they did were, were absolutely ridiculous. And and I didn't know how ridiculous they were until I moved to another state and uh, went to a real school. And uh, so I did that for 16 years, uh, martial arts, and I got recruited out to DC to to teach and to to become professional. 
and not not in the sense of uh, like Ultimate Fighter or anything. It was to teach professionally. And um, uh, one day, uh, one of the things that I was doing while I was being certified, I guess, get into my certification, which was happening the next week uh, after this event happened. Uh, one of the things I would do was uh, I would teach at schools, I would teach at government build buildings and stuff like that. And then I got a contract with uh, it was like a twenty four hour fitness kind of place. It was some kind of gym. And basically, I would go there. Anyone that wanted lessons, I would give them like self-defense lessons and stuff like that. And then we started doing something for kids where the people who were working out can bring their kids along with them. And then I would teach them. And I had this display and I, you know, you have this like little event where you, you make them break these boards. They're already broken because, you know, the it's, it's part of the boards. Oh I, you know what? Okay. And without getting too much into the, the thing, the, the guy that I was learning under, well, it doesn't matter. Yeah. So... Um, I didn't do the boards thing. What I did was I explained like the history of karate and, and taekwondo because they're two different things. Yeah. And um, there was a, a worker at the gym who was uh, he was in maintenance, and he came to me at the end of like the first thing I ever first showing I ever did, and said, "I, I can't bring my kid. Uh, the scheduling. Could you please come on a Saturday?" And I didn't go on Saturdays. Um, I had been going to this gym doing this for about a month or so. It's like, well, I don't really do that, but I'll do it for you. Mm. And he was the only one I was going to do it for. Um, and I, the part of the, I didn't have a car, so I rode a bike twelve miles each way, and it was you know up and down hills and stuff like that. And didn't have a helmet. And Saturday morning, I get up, go to the gym. On my way there, I pass like two reserve bases, like Army reserves and uh, some other reserve base. And as I'm coming around to the entrance of this reserve base. Um, the next thing I know I'm on my back and there's boots all around me. Um, what happened was, uh, this Colonel <laughs> pulled out, uh, Lieutenant Colonel, I think, um, pulled out in front of me as I was coming by, I was on the sidewalk, didn't have a helmet and I smashed into his, uh, van. Uh, now I didn't see it. Um, but the, the cop that came to the hospital later said that I dented in his entire side door and it, it can't, open anymore um i used my head apparently to do that um i was all twisted up i broke my jaw in half which they didn't even check you know i was like i think something's wrong and like my mouth is moving like this um and then i ruined my shoulder um dislocated it which i've done before um but it was twisted it was like almost like falling out um destroyed my rotator cuff uh broke my clavicle so it was gone um and that ended my my career as a martial artist. I was down by myself in D.C. I was living with actually the the instructor. He had a, like a basement apartment. And uh, the next day, my aunt and my father came down and got me, and I went to New York and haven't been back since. Wow, that's uh, the end part is very quick, but I mean maybe well, because yeah, yeah, I mean it's, <laughs> yeah, no, you know, it's, there's more to it. But, uh, there's yeah. many much more to it, but uh, it's just uh, I thought it's interesting. I didn't know that fact that you were asked to do a special lesson on Saturday, and actually it makes me think. You know, your heart went out for this guy and his kids, and because of that, I mean, not him to, to blame him, but you know, no. like otherwise you wouldn't have done that, and then th this happened. So it's like, what what are you taking? with you now obviously fast forwarding because that's been a while ago that when yeah. that happened and it changed 
obviously your, your course, your, like you, like I said, you know, you're on this track or we think we're on this track. Yeah. This is where we're going. And then something like this is, is drastic. I mean, it's like an incident that changes everything. It's not like, you know, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to go on this plane now. I'm going to miss that one. You know, it's like, this is, there's certain things you can't do anymore as a career. So the fast forwarding or moving forward, like, do you miss that? Or do you think what happened now after is much better? Um, it's definitely better now. Um, I, you know, I, I always want to like learn different. I would, if I ever went back to something like that, I would want to learn a new form. I, I don't think I'd want to teach anymore. Cause I was teaching at like the age of 12, yeah. you know, and, um, until I was 22 when I got hit by a car and, uh, I, you know, it, it happened for a reason and I was in a really dark place down there. I was all by myself. Uh, I was sleeping on, a, on an air mattress that always deflated. So by the morning I was always on the floor. There were black widows. I was arachnophobic at the time. Um, I, it just, it was a really horrible, horrible situation. Um, and even though it's the only thing I really knew as far as what to do with my life, right. um, I was, I w it wasn't for me. It wasn't meant it wasn't meant to be. Okay. Uh, I wouldn't have met my wife. I wouldn't have had my two beautiful children. I wouldn't be where I am today without having gone through that that step. Because if I had stayed um, in Nebraska, which is where I was beforehand, um, I was with a group of friends that ended up very badly. Mm -hmm. uh, one of them was executed uh, in a in a break-in in the house, and these were the guys I was going to be with. And the the way he was. It was it was done. The way the event went down is exactly how I would have done it. So I would have been. I, I strongly believe I would have been dead as well. So it, 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 everything happens for a reason. Right. I know that. Uh, stepping stones, even to where I am today with you. It's all right. because yeah. things were put in our path. Something and, is happening, and that causes something else to happen. Yeah. Times, or you meet somebody, or yeah. So wow. So that brought you to New York, and and what we, uh, yeah. This is otherwise, if you would still be in Nebraska. <laughs> I would be in Nebraska. That, 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 wow. Okay, man. So, so where do you think, um, obviously, you know, you have a lot going on with the podcast and, and your, your book. What, what else is happening right now that's important to you? Uh, you know, family is the most important Why? thing to me. Why is family important? <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, um, yeah, I don't know. What about family is important? You know, it's a loaded question because yeah. um, growing up, you know, I come from a broken home. Uh, you know, my parents divorced when I was 18. And at that point I was jaded. Yeah. Didn't want anything to do with family. I never thought I would get married and have kids. Um, the light that it brings to my life, seeing my kids every morning, um, even though I'm terrified of them dying, like I'm going to do something wrong. You know, like I check on them every single night, at least once or twice. Just like, are you still breathing? Oh, thank <laughs> God. They're, they're nine and six years old. Um, the happiness and joy that I'm, I, I feel more fulfilled. Yeah. you know, with them around. And it's all because God, you know, created this, this environment for me. Um, family, family has always been big in our, in, I'm Italian. Italian, you know, so Italian. Neo This stereotype right. there is right. family. You know, we family, talked about family. this life around the table and food yeah. and all this. You have to yeah. listen to Sammy's podcast that yeah. we just finished, but uh, it's going to be a good. You can one. just piggyback, just go back and forth. That's right. That's right. Um, family has always been, ingrained in us as far as like on on my uh, father's side and you know and, and my mother's side too I don't, i'm not trying to to spit on anybody but you know the italian part was always like you know sunday dinners always a family event and you know at least two three hours of just hanging out and stuff like that and um 
you know, family is without family. It's, it's just very difficult for me. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, I was in a very dark place when I was by myself. And even until before I met my wife, I was jaded, you know, and just, it's just nothing made sense to me. And God put her in my life and I changed who I was because I met her. And, you know, I, like I remember, I remember I, w- I wanted nothing to do with church, but I ended up always hanging out with the pastor's son who I met through family. Normally, I don't know if that's a good thing. Normally, like a typical. No, At the pastor's house yeah, with the go. pastor there. Right. Always, I didn't, always on, talking I, to me. Hold on. I didn't mean it this way. Like, yeah, it's yeah. like, a, there's a lot of what I wanted to say is there's a lot of pastor's kids out there that are, um, yeah, there's stories behind that, you know, yeah. and, and some of it them, comes with the pre right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, you, you hung out with the pastor's kid. Yeah. Oh, sorry. And, sorry. No, no. Yeah. yeah. He was younger than me, but he was a lot of fun to hang out with. And the pastor was always there and, and would talk to me every once in a while, but never about God, yeah. never about God, never Never even tried to get me to his church. I think maybe once or twice he said what something. What kind of pastors this? He doesn't. I'm just kidding. You know, I know that yeah. pastor. You know? Absolutely. Um, <laughs> it's a great, great guy. He's he's my yeah. godfather now. Yeah. He's you know by you know just him saying I'm your godfather. I'm like yes, absolutely. Um, he's the godfather. He's uh, yeah exactly. Not in the Italian sense. Um, okay. But uh, he's. Uh, you know, I found that I don't even know where I'm going with this. I you know I, okay. I was Keep there going. with them. Yeah. And. I just, I had to change where, where I was, mm-hmm. you know, I, I knew I was, I was uh, 20, 22, 23 and I had blue hair and you know, now it doesn't seem like anything, but for me at that time, I, I wasn't grown up yeah. and I was going through my teen angst at six, uh, you know, the 16 year old teen angst at, at 23. And, um, one event, I remember going out to California for a wedding. I hope this is okay. Yeah. Um, with my cousin and, New York was representing. We were the representatives of, of New York for the California wedding. We came in suits. Everyone else is in shorts and a shirt. And uh, we didn't know. I've never been to a California wedding before. And uh, we were – is it all right if I talk a little bit candid? Please. So we were we – were, they had a keg, and we were behind the bar, and we, would, we were the designated – self-designated bartenders, me and my cousin. Yeah. Hand out a beer, take a beer. Hand her a beer, take a beer. The whole keg was, by the end of the night, we had the the groom's father and brother-in-law doing cake stands. And, you know, New York was life of the party. So we had a great time. We partied later on at someone else's house. And I remember the next day was awful. Next day was like, that's it. I can't believe I just did that. And I came home to New York and I was like, all right, that's it. I'm done with that. And I haven't, you know, been in that frame of mind since and that's when my life changed and then i went to church that next sunday and my who's my wife now she came in she said oh hell froze over (laughs) that's that's her her attitude she's she's very she's hilarious and um and then that's that's it that's that changed And, and because of things like that uh family is is everything? Well, it's 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 a, you're just making a connection there because you're talking about family, but there's also a, I would say a spiritual family, yes. a community, you know, yes. and and you experience that in a very positive way, not in a sense religious, in, in that sense, because you uh, you had a, a a person like you know that pastor, and, and he treated you as a human being, as yeah. a he, he listened to you, he invested in you, and he talked to you, and yeah. he took you seriously, and you know could could it be 
or is it fair to say that that these experiences, you know, next to what you just shared, like helped you in, in you know on your journey, obviously, to change? You know, being being from a broken home, and you know that taking such a big impact on me. And I, yeah. I was a sensitive person, uh, and still am. You know, emotions are always on my uh, forefront. I try not to, but like every once in a while, my wife's like, "You're grumpy. Why are you grumpy?" I was like, oh, "I'm thinking of something." Well, don't um, go right yeah. instead of thinking something. So. My, you know, with that loss, because it is a death, you know, a, a divorce is a death. Um, and then my brothers and I were separated. Like I, I moved away and my brother was taken to Atlanta and my bro- other brother was in Nebraska. We were separated for a long time. Um, I think there was always a longing, you know, and, and I did have faith before this happened. And But my mom was the spiritual person in the home. My father wasn't. And she left. And I was like, and in the method of what happened, I'm like, forget it. I'm, I'm done with this. You know, what's the point of all this? And, um, so I, I just, I needed something, you know, and I, I loved people. I didn't want to be around people, but I did want to be around people. And I love, you know, I, I meet people and I love people, you know, and I didn't think I would ever do that. Like, I, I love you. And, I love you. I, too. I feel like the yeah. special bond. Like I think I put more into some relationships than like others don't, don't want. I'm not saying you. I'm, I'm, there's others, but like I, I just I, I'm very passionate about it. And I might not come off that way, but um, I think the longing for like friendship and for something to fill the void of losing parents, basically, mm-hmm. without losing them, you know, because they were around physically, they just weren't there. Um, that created something in me that needed to be found. And, and basically it was coming back to one, it was coming back to God um, was a big thing with that. And I think God used people to bring me back to him and then gave me more people to one cause so much stress in my life. And I'm just kidding. Um, but to, to fill some of those, you know, those longings, I guess, not so much voids, but longings to, to be with people and be, around another family. So I do, I have, I call you a brother. I call many people brothers. I have my, my girls have many uncles and aunts because, and they're all just like mostly friends, you know, it's just, I, I love deeply, even if I don't show it. And I just appreciate the bond that comes from both the spiritual, you know, friendship, yeah. uh, the family friendship and just a deep love of, you know, between each other, you know? Sounds pretty healthy. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah, no, <laughs> you know, I mean, I think, I think we're built this way. You know, we like, especially during, during last year, like, uh, this, I didn't plan this, but you know, like having people around the fire pit here on a weekly basis, it really helped well me because I felt like, look, I, I'm in need of this, you know, like whatever's going on, people need to figure out what does it mean for themselves. But, uh, for me, it was like, look, this is what I can do. I can provide a space. We have the space, right? We I built this with my bare hands, you know, I built this fire pit. My dad, when I told him, said, it's probably crooked and he probably was right. Yeah, but it's my <laughs> fire pit. I built it, not you. So anyway, and so being able to bring people together and, and just have that form of community, you know, like, because I don't think none of us is built to just be alone i mean there's exceptions obviously but like we have that longing for family for community for relationship friendship and so thanks for sharing this because it just made me think like having a place where where, where this can happen you know like yeah. and and then you found a place where where this could happen for you you know and and now you have 
literally a family, you know, with the with the girls and, and your wife, obviously. Uh, what what do you what do you feel like? Um, what is important to you that you want to leave behind as a legacy for them? If we're talking for my, about family. for my kids, yeah. Um, you know that's hard. I mean, you always want to you always want to do better oh, yeah. than um, the generation before you. And I'm not well, saying she's already passed you in writing more books. I know. I mean, I, like, yeah. yeah. So I Apart obviously I have to catch up. Yeah. Um, I just want them, I don't know, I want them to felt loved that I've, I, that I gave as much as I possibly could to them and to, to provide for them. And, you know, I want them to feel that, you know what, I don't know. I, I, I want them to feel that I did what I could, yeah. you know? I think that's what every parent wants is like, my parents did the best they could, you know? And, and they, they tried as much as they, you know, they put the effort in. I, I want them to, to know that I, I love them. You know, more importantly than anything else is they're my world. So that's thank you for sharing this. I mean, the, the last thing I, I feel like, as you said, being a part of, of how did you put that of their world or yeah, they're part you know the part of your world. Yeah, I'm I'm learning if I might say like I, you know, because we're we're all busy people and we talked about this just before. Like the lots happening normally, you know, especially here in Jersey, New York, other places. Like it's very busy. You know, people are. To a certain degree, driven, and not in a good way, I think. Yeah. You know, so this is very peaceful sitting out here Absolutely. at the picnic well, table <laughs> with this contraption. Yes, <laughs> it's great. It's should, we take a picture. You should see this. Yeah. But uh, um, I totally forgot where I was going to go with the part of the world. The part of the world. What part of the world? Part of my world. Oh, part of your world. That's right. So I'm learning because you know I had had some times that I needed to process some things that you know it's one thing that that you want your kids to be a part of your world and it's very natural because that's your world. I mean, you 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 are with somebody and the kids come along or whatever, however that happens, and uh, and then you have you never thought that you missed something because you didn't know what that was and now you have them. And you cannot imagine them not being a part of your life, right? Absolutely. I mean, that's Absolutely. that's how I feel. Yeah. And uh, I just performed a, a, a wedding uh, just a couple of days ago. And each time the bride comes in, I'm just overwhelmed because I feel like, oh my god, I'm not going to survive this as a dad if, if my my girls you know, get married yeah, one day. And think about it. I, like I, I can't make it up there. You're on your own. Could you imagine a friend with five girls? Oh my god! It's like at the end you're like dead. But um. Anyway, it's 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 like I learned also now, or I'm in the process that not only do I want them just to be a part of my world, how can I become a part of their world? You know, how, how what can I do that you know uh, not do like what interests them that it becomes my interest because that gives me a chance to spend time with them. You know, and so I think it's great if you, especially being creative, you know, if you find outlets like writing or you have this competition. <laughs> That I didn't I, you know what's happening. I know, man. She's like that. You better, you better catch up here. You know, I'm, I'm way ahead of you. You know, so, so that's that's great. I, I like that. Thanks so much, Sammy. So, um, you know, like we're we've been. There's so much more we can talk about. I mean, we will. You know, we'll yeah. have you back. You know, and and just want to thank you. But so for now, for the future, moving forward. So where we can where can we find you? You know, your podcast. Uh, no green eggs and ham. Uh, you can go on to uh, Anchor.fm. It's on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Uh, go on to my website, NoGreenEggs.com. Uh, I can't believe I found that website, that address, because right. no one's taking it. Yeah. Um, There's some cool reviews on there. There are some very cool reviews. You I think four. Four, yeah. in fact. Please. Uh, write <laughs> one after. Yeah, you need some more. Go yeah. go now. Uh, yeah, send me a re uh, review, a comment, a question, and I will go ahead and uh, send you a sticker. Um, 
we'll, we'll, we'll communicate. Um, that's it. I mean, Facebook and look for guardians of the 12. Yeah. Coming up. Who knows soon. Hopefully. Yeah. yeah hopefully. Hopefully so, soon. Looking forward. Thank you so much, man. It was a pleasure. My pleasure. And we're going to enjoy the rest of our time here yes. in Jersey yes. out in the, the outdoors here. So thank you. See you later. Bye-bye.